For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Understanding Today's Narcissists, where we will explore how you can better relate and manage the narcissist in your life. I am your host, psychotherapist and author, Christine Hammond. We're going to be talking about narcissism today. Narcissistic personality disorder may be something that's difficult to understand, but we can break it down at a very practical level so that it is a lot easier for a person to be able to pick out just about in any circumstances. Narcissism is something that's not going away. We see it all the time in our news, um, in our political environment, in sports figures. You can see it in bosses. You can see it in doctors. It is rampant, and many people believe that our next generation is also very narcissistic. But understanding what the word means and how that impacts you as a person is a whole nother story. So let's talk about just the absolute basics of narcissism. First of all, where in the world does that name come from? And is it a new concept? And the answer is no. It has been around as long as Greek mythology has existed. So around 8 AD, we have the first written recording of narcissism. Narcissisi was actually a beautiful hunter. He was revered for his good looks, um, but he was also very, very proud. And in order to reveal his arrogance, his nemesis, that sounds kind of funny, right? All by itself, the name nemesis is an enemy of you, but Narcissus's nemesis was named Nemesis, drew him to a body of water. And upon seeing his reflection and realizing that it was his own image, Narcissisi actually became so attracted that he refused to leave his image and died there. Thus, we have the name narcissistic personality disorder. Now, just because you have a uh, somebody has a personality disorder doesn't mean that they are full blown over the top. You can have narcissistic traits without the disorder in and of itself. There's a whole spectrum of that, and we'll talk about that later in a different segment. But for right now, let's talk about what a practical definition of narcissism looks like. Um, the biggest part about narcissists is that they have this arrogance about themselves and believing that they are better than other people. It's a level of superiority that they feel they have uh, over others. Um, they also have a tendency to fantasize a lot about power, success, and being very attractive. So that fantasy may be something that is vocalized or also internal, because we'll see covert narcissists internalize those things, where overt narcissists are very outward about it. That will be a whole nother segment by itself. Narcissists also have a tendency to exaggerate their own achievements, meaning that They'll take something that they have done and blow it up way out of proportion to what it really was in order to get others to think that they are better um, or have accomplished more than what they really have. 
In return for all of these achievements, they expect this constant praise and admiration. So they're looking for people to um, look up to them and admire them, and they need this. Like, this isn't just a I like to have it kind of showy thing. It is more of a I have to have this in order to survive. Narcissists believe that they're a very special people, that they can only be understood by other people who are of their same status. So they look for people that are same status or above their status, and this could be a socioeconomic group, it could be in a profession, it could be um, in a wide range of spectrum from that area. They have no empathy for other people. Some cases, there's a teeny tiny bit of empathy. Some narcissists know how to successfully make others think that they do have empathy when actually they do not have it, so they can fake it pretty good. But there's no real empathy for what other people are going through. They expect other people to go along with their plans and their ideas. So regardless of whether the plan or idea is good, they expect automatic compliance, meaning that you you have to completely go along with it wholeheartedly, um, regardless of what you think. They don't really listen too much to what other people have to say. They also are known for taking advantage of other people. And this isn't in like a sociopathic kind of take advantage of other people. This is more in a, I see that you might be down and I'll kick you while you're down kind of thing. They also express disdain for others they feel that are inferior to them. So when you go to a restaurant, a narcissist might express disdain for the busboy, for instance, because they're not at their level. They believe that other people are constantly jealous of them and sometimes they're actually jealous of other people, especially people who have a higher status or make more money or have had more success. There's a long, long history of troubled relationships for narcissists. They do not do well in other relationships, interpersonal relationships, especially with people that are their spouse. They also have a tendency to not do well in relationships with their own children. However, if the relationship is productive, meaning that it can gain them success or power, they are amazing in that relationship and will actually shine in those areas, but then they will be sorely deficient in others. Narcissists also have a tendency to set very unrealistic goals for other people, interestingly enough. Like they will set reasonable goals for themselves, and sometimes their goals are a little bit lofty at times, but then they always believe that they can achieve anything and everything. And if they don't achieve something, they just blame other people for it. And the last but not least, they are easily offended. So they look for offenses at places where there might not actually be an offense um, and are easily embarrassed. The Achilles heel of a narcissist actually is just that, is embarrassment. They cannot stand to be embarrassed at any point in time. So it may seem like all of these people have just this unbelievable huge ego that's over the top and be very, very confident. And ironically, it is the exact opposite. Because at the heart of all narcissists is this deep-rooted insecurity. And it is this insecurity that drives them and motivates them to cover it up with this boastfulness on top of it. So they are over the top trying to cover up and hide their deep insecurity. And where does that insecurity come from? Well, that's different for different people. It could come from something that happened in childhood. It could be some kind of 
failure that they achieved. It could be uh, nothing at all. Their childhood could have been fine. It could have been the result of very poor parenting, either a neglectful parent or a parent who was a helicopter parent. We'll talk about that at a different session, just the roots of narcissism and exactly what that looks like. But for right now, I wanna just give a rough understanding of just where it appears and how it shows up. So for instance, you can tell somebody's a narcissist because they're gonna be very selfish and very over the top and their conversation is all about them. They use a lot of I statements when they speak and they're very concerned with how they think or feel. So what they might be doing is when you're in a conversation with them and they might ask you, so how's your day going? And you might start to answer them. And then you're quickly interrupted very short time period with them talking about themselves. So the biggest telltale sign of a narcissist is how much time and effort they spend talking about themselves and how little time they spend talking about other people. That is probably the biggest telltale when you're around a narcissist. They can't help it. They have to talk about themselves and lift themselves up. And the other big telltale sign, of course, is a trail of devastating relationships everywhere that they go. So they will have relationships, people that they have literally cut out of their life for good, um, for very arbitrary reasons. Maybe uh, that person didn't admire them enough, didn't look up to them enough, um, didn't appreciate them enough. You'll hear a lot of that. They didn't appreciate me, so I had to get rid of them. It isn't that the narcissist felt unsafe around a person. That would be a whole different scenario. It is that they lacked appreciation, attention, affection, um, or affirmation from somebody. And that is the reason why they have cut that person out of their life. When they cut somebody out of their life, it is for good. They are not interested in having a relationship with them going forward at all. But even though you can hear all of these negative comments that I have said about narcissists, I also want to make sure we're very clear that a lot of narcissists are very successful people. They do well in life because they're able to project themselves. They're able to talk about themselves. They're able to sell themselves to other people. They have very high expectations for not only themselves, but other people around them and therefore have a tendency to do quite well in the job force. There are a lot of narcissists that are leaders of companies and corporations. So they exist pretty much everywhere, which is the last point that I'm going to make because narcissism is not something that we want to avoid. You can't avoid it. Everywhere you go, you're going to run into a narcissist. So what I want to help you learn how to do is learn how to work with a narcissist, not against a narcissist. So we'll spend some more time talking about that in the future. I'm Christine Hammond. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to make sure that you don't miss another one. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit us at growwithchristine.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next time with a new episode. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.